Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Sunday evening from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by True Math Fitness in the Gulch. There is no better place for you to work out, a new way to work out, than True Math Fitness in the Gulch. TrueMathFitness.com is where you go for your first workout free. Of course, Superbook Sports is where you go to wager on the NFL's title tilt, the Super Bowl, right around the corner. All of your favorite sports you can wager on in the Superbook Sports app. You go to Two Rivers Ford for 2023 model year. Ford's the best in the business is Two Rivers Ford when it comes to selling all new non-specialty Fords below MSRP. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com and the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. Gary Ashton is where you go for your dream address without the stress. Nobody does it better than the Ashton team. So trust the team that your favorite teams trust at GaryAshton.com. So um, a lot of fascinating roster decisions to make with the Titans at this stage. And Taylor Lewan is one of the biggest ones, both physically and metaphorically speaking. Um, what Taylor brings to the table is a, a, an interesting kind of dynamic right now for the Titans to reassess. We know that the offensive line situation is poor right now. And we know that the Titans uh, have a variety of different ways that they can work through this if they so choose. And one of them, one of the cleanest ones, as a matter of fact, is simply releasing Taylor Lewan at this point. They would save 14 plus million dollars against the salary cap. There is no dead money in the last year of his deal, which is where they currently sit. We know that their, uh, their roster situation is very, very complex right now because even gaining over $16 million on next year's salary cap, they are still over $20 million uh, on next year's salary cap. So it's not just Lawan that is going to be a decision for them to make. There's a variety of different ways that they have to explore this thing. So now the question becomes, okay, well, what do you do with him? And he's been very, very public about this, right? He's talking about this and you know, allowing people to kind of understand his mindset, where he is at this stage. Um, and it's a fascinating kind of decision because what the Titans do, it has a massive domino effect because if you are replacing Lawan, you're talking about certainly replacing two offensive linemen from last year's group, likely replacing three offensive linemen from last year's group, and potentially, based on what happens with Nate Davis, it could be as many as four that they are having to cycle through at this point. So to have to basically rebuild an entire offensive line in one NFL season, in one NFL offseason, conceptually, it's batshit crazy. And so if you can ease that burden a little bit and make something salvageable at a Taylor, if Taylor is in a place where this, where this administration under Rand Carthon is going to be comfortable testing this out because this dude has not played a lot of football for them 
basically since he signed that big contract extension at the time, a five-year, $80 million deal. So with Taylor Lewan, what do you think is most likely to happen with him in 2023? Does Taylor play for the Titans? Does he end up in free agency? Or does he retire in 2023? Those are the questions. It's your Two Rivers Ford take. As always, it's made possible by Two Rivers Ford. You're going to hear from Taylor on his uh, potential options next season in just a second, but not after, uh, not until rather. I tell you that Two Rivers Ford is the best place for you to go when it comes to the car buying experience. It's always fast, easy, and fun. I'm a customer myself. I could not be happier with my 2022 Ford Explorer that I did with them through the Built For You program. No matter how you like to shop, Two Rivers Ford always makes it incredibly easy. Their sales staff doesn't work on commission, so you're never going to feel pressured during the car buying experience. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, does he play for the Titans? Does he end up in uh, free agency? Or does he retire in 2023? I think all three options are legitimately should be on the table. Uh, Keon says he gets cut. Uh, what Francis says is adios availability. Lawan Titan 2023 run left says Mr. Jones. I mean, that's what they were when they were at their best, right? That 2019 run that they made Taylor, which was probably the best version of Taylor that we had seen on the second contract, Roger Saffold, who was in his, I believe his first year, uh, with the Tennessee Titans. Maybe his second. I, I I think Mike Vrabel's first year might have been Roger Saffold's first year. So that would have been 2018. Either way, Roger Saffold and Taylor Lewan, Derrick Henry through that playoff run, run left was the best play that they had. You could get away with Ryan Tannehill, Tannehill having 76 passing yards against Baltimore because you could literally just run through people's face masks. It's like that Marshawn Lynch HBO sports clip where he's talking about running through a mother effer's face, right? Like that was what you were doing when you were at your peak. But since then, it hasn't been the same, right? And defense, defense and offensive line, I think are the two things to really, the two things year over year that are most difficult in football to sustain just because of the physicality, the violence that you are, uh, that you are coming in contact with on a play-in, play-out basis uh, when it comes to in the trenches, right? Offensive line, defensive line, you're getting in on, you're getting essentially in a, in a, in a car wreck on every play. And so that is a difficult thing. You don't see teams like the Cowboys, teams like the Colts, teams like the Titans for a couple of years, the teams that are regarded as the best offensive lines in football that come in the next season with expectations. And a lot of times they don't meet them. So these are all things that you have to consider. And with Taylor, it would be difficult to imagine a world where Taylor Lewan even if his availability is poor, is worse than Dennis Daly. But you have to also consider the whole reason that you got a whole season of Dennis Daly is because Taylor Lewan couldn't stay on the field. Now, it's not Taylor's fault that his knee situation is what it is, but you just have to look at the numbers, right? It's, a, it's as simple as a numbers game. He has been incredibly unavailable for this team for one reason or another. Um, throughout the course of this extension that he has been on, even as when they were at their best, he was a big part of their success. So Taylor Lewan was asked, it's a Barstool Sports podcast, 
Uh, I'm unfamiliar with the hosts, but I know that they are Pittsburgh Steelers fans. They're asking Taylor about the idea that he could play for the Steelers in 2023. And that is something that as you talk about the free agency circumstance, it has to factor into the equation. Yes, no, maybe. One year, $12.5 million. That's the number. I got you. That's the number. <laughs> taxes. What's the ta- what's state income tax in Pittsburgh? In, seven. Uh, oh, so it's seven and where we live. Maybe. So here's Jerry, the I'm thing. not going to give you a yes because then here's what's going to happen. Let's say I do I say a ridiculous number. Of they course. call me and say, okay, okay here's the number. And I go, <laughs> yeah. I don't do it. <laughs> I don't do it now. So that's Taylor Lewan, uh on the Barstool Sports Podcast talking about the idea that he could go play for the Steelers, right? He's scheduled to make $14 million next year. The Steelers offer him 12 coming off the knee uh, circumstance. He'd have to legitimately consider it, right? But he has to get cut first because he's still under contract here. I think it's more likely than not uh, as we talk about these things. Well, I'll tell you what I think is going to happen here in just a second. Right after I remind you that primetime is made possible by Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. Nobody puts you in better position to succeed in this red-hot Nashville real estate market than the Gary Ashton team. They are the official real estate agent of the Nashville Predators. They're also the official real estate agent of me because they use that Intel edge to put me in the best possible, uh, possible position to succeed when it came to my home search about four years ago today, I say I say this all the time. Anytime that I'm having a bad day, I look at my uh, I look at my Redfin uh, to see how much my property value has gone up because the Ashton team had that Intel edge to help me, and they can do the same for you. Go to GaryAshton.com for the best real estate intel in Middle Tennessee. So, Kendrick brings up the idea of a trade because we didn't pose this. Um, anybody crazy enough to accept a trade for Lawan? You know, I, there are plenty of teams that have needs at left tackle, and Taylor is regarded well enough uh, as one of the better left tackles when he's, you know, when he's right, and he hadn't been right in a while. He started to settle in a little bit in the back half of the 2021 season after, you know, it had been more time removed from the ACL recovery. But really, I mean, at the start of the 2020 season and during the 19 playoff run was the best Taylor Lewan was. And then the ACL obviously happened in like week six of 2020. And their offensive line was decidedly less than. Um, I think that the most likely situation is that $14 million straight up savings for a team that's $26 million over the cap. You got to do it. You just got to do it. Um, unless you find a way to bring the cap hit down substantially with voidable years and things like that. But I don't know what Rain Carthon is going to think about Taylor Lewan. Uh, he's really been pretty hushed on all of the different personnel decisions that he's going to have to make, the new general manager. So I think it's most likely that, that Lewan ends up out there, whether he ends up playing or not um, in 2023. You know, I, Taylor, I'm sure we'll talk publicly about this at some point. If that circumstance comes, I don't think he's going to get into the idea of retirement publicly um, right now, given that there is a team who still is interested in his services. I think that Taylor, if the Titans kept him, 
would keep playing football because I think he, you know, I think he cares deeply about this place. I think he cares deeply about the Titans. And I think he cares deeply about kind of the circumstance that he has been in for some time. How he feels about that beyond it? I mean, you know, money talks. Everybody's got a price. I don't necessarily know what Taylor's price is right now. So we'll have time to consider. He's going to be out at Radio Row at Super Bowl uh, in Arizona all week long. So I'm sure that's going to be interesting with the Bustin' with the Boys crew. Meanwhile, let's talk about the Pro Bowl. Uh, The question that I want to ask you about the Pro Bowl is this on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Fair or foul? Was this flag football game better than what we have seen in years past before they had this whole format change this year? Did you think the Pro Bowl was better this year if you indeed watched it? We will go through this together right after I tell you that the primetime show is presented by Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports is where you go to get in on all the action. Nobody has better odds boosts and promo bets than Superbook Sports. They'll match your first bet up to $1,000, win or lose. And as the final drive for the championship gets closer, there's no better place to wager on the football title tilt than Superbook Sports. They feature the best menu of prop bets in the business, as I mentioned, You can check out their special odds boost at Superbook.com. They've got over three decades of odds-making experience in Las Vegas. There's no better place to wager than Superbook Sports. So win some money as one lucky team wins the championship. Download the Superbook Sports app today. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, was the Pro Bowl better this year? Fair or foul? I don't know how many people watched it. I'll, I'll be honest. I saw highlights. I, did, I watched a lot of it during the course of the week. Max Walker says foul turned it off. Uh, I see. Uh, let's see. Yes, I thought it was great, says Beverly. They looked happy and that like they were relaxed and having so much fun. Yeah, but did it look like football? Was it engaging? Was it compelling? And the answer is no. They're terrible, right? All of these. I mean, I just the Pro Bowl is the worst of the all-star game events. Baseball, it's really the only thing that baseball has on the other major sports. Baseballs is still the best. Um, I love the new formats as Karen O'Keefe, Eli and Peyton and Diggs. A lot of cool moments. In fact, you mentioned those. Robert was diligent enough because he was watching the Pro Bowl to bring both of those up. Uh-oh. Oh, Stephon Diggs throws a pick to his brother. Javon Diggs. Going to hold that over his brother's head for the rest of his life. No doubt. Man, they have been going head-to-head the entire day in both these games. So, uh, moments like that, which are cool to see. And then you have a situation where, you know, Peyton Manning and Eli Manning, they're the respective coaches for this year's game. It was a new wrinkle that they added in. And to see Peyton Manning legitimately pissed off about a uh, about a, a penalty that should have been thrown that wasn't thrown um, with the new rules format where they are no longer able to run the football inside of five yards. Peyton jawing at the official and Justin Jefferson, as you'll see, waving at a pissed off Peyton Manning, telling him it's time to go home. You lost the game. Some of the funniest shit I've ever seen. Uh-oh, here we go. Somebody knows a bylaw in this rule book. Hot, man. It's not the fact. Oh, 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 
Peyton Furious with his Pac-12 official. The intricacies of flag football being argued about by Peyton Manning. I love everything about it. Yeah, that was great. What, what a way to finish. I mean, these three games were fantastic. Great entertainment. These guys bought in as players. Very competitive, and it comes down to the very last possession here, and the NFC holds on. So that is objectively hilarious um, to see Peyton Manning more bent out of shape than any of these players who were involved in the Pro Bowl was laugh out loud funny. Other than those moments, like it just, it's the Pro Bowl, there's nothing that they can do that's going to make that feel the way that I think people want it to feel, right? Like that's just my feeling on the Pro Bowl at this stage of the game. Unless it's real, full contact, like they give a bleep football, we're just always going to come away from the Pro Bowl being dissatisfied, even though like to see dudes displaying different skill sets like the long drive and the you know, the, what was it, the water balloon toss and dodgeball, like moments like Saquon Barkley getting absolutely smoked in the dome, even though that is also a penalty and it happened anyway. Like, okay, you know, you'll have five or six moments of that throughout the course of the week and guys get to go to Vegas. They got contract benefits out of making the Pro Bowl. Uh, you've got, uh, uh, what's, oh, damn it, Robert, what's the backup quarterback's name for the Ravens that's in the Pro Bowl? Tyler uh, Huntley. Huntley. Tyler and, Huntley. And everybody wanted to talk that junk, didn't they, all week? What is he doing at the Pro Bowl? Why is he there? Somebody else should be there. They couldn't find anybody else. He was like the third most accurate quarterback in the accuracy competition. He had four touchdowns tonight, one behind Geno Smith. Like, he had a great week. And I think that's another great part about this game. Like, I hear everybody saying, like, ah, I didn't watch it. It's not real football. Like, but you would watch a Texans-Colts game. Yeah. Like, this was fun. Also it, not real football, Texans uh, Colts. It's it's not great. Some things happened. You said you didn't watch it. I wanted to fill you in on it. First, let's go back to that Peyton Manning video. I don't know if you saw. He had a little cameo. Pete Davidson okay. was on the field dapping up Eli Manning. What a weird cameo. What the hell are you doing? Don't are, don't you have, like, one of the finest women in America to date or something? Like, he's just going through them. Like, now, wait. Her. we can We can do this, I think, in a way that is going to allow us to put Pete Davidson and Stop. Peyton Manning on the screen. Uh-oh, uh -oh. here we go. Somebody knows a bylaw in this rule book. Peyton Furious with his Pac-12 official. The intricacies of flag football being argued about by Peyton Manning. I love everything about it. Yeah, that was great. What, what a way to finish. I mean, these three games were fantastic. Great entertainment. These guys bought in as players. Very competitive, and it comes down to the very last possession here, and the NFC holds on. All right, so the, the thing is incredible at this point. What is he doing? He's out there dapping up like Gardner Minshew or somebody or wearing a Gardner Minshew jersey. What does he think he's doing? He's living. I mean, no, here's the thing. Like, they made a whole bit out of it on social media. They're apparently best friends. Stop it. I Is, is that not the most wonderful pairing of human beings to be best friends, like to hang out with Pete Davidson and Eli Manning? 
I would watch a buddy cop film. I would watch a buddy cop film. Eli, what I'm saying, that's, Pete that's, Davidson would be taking him on double dates that he had no reason being on. I, I would watch a Bachelor like that. Pete Davidson, Eli Manning, The Bachelor next season. What do you say? Uh, I say that we keep these ideas under wraps and that we don't uh, <laughs> allow ABC or some other shadowy league network uh, to scoop up our ideas because we've just been, you know, live producing content on the air. It's going to end up being a thing, and you're not going to get any credit for it. All right, shadows. Ah. <laughs> Robert Walsh, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So, uh, the, the, <laughs> the stepbrother, oh, Emily Seiler, stepbrothers with Eli and Pete. She says, how great would that be? I don't know who's Will Ferrell. I don't know. Oh, I'm, I'm blanking on the other actor's name. It's going to drive me crazy. Robert's going to remember it. And come John, C. John C. Riley shadows. Look at you. Uh, the efficiency that you got back. Look at you. He's figuring out the primetime controls kids. All right. Either way, Pro Bowl is what it is. You got to keep it moving. Um, and at this stage, they're just kind of throwing shit at a wall. And that's fine. Sometimes that's fine because you end up with a pissed off Peyton Manning and a Pete Davidson cameo. Let us do the best thing that I saw on the internet this week. This is a free site. Mike Chandler and Conor McGregor are going to be squaring off in UFC competition. It's a massive deal, especially locally, to see that going down so who you got i know this is going to be a long way off and they'll do an ultimate fighter season as robert mentioned prior to this fight taking place in las vegas i believe in june but on a scale of one to ten how excited are you for conor mcgregor versus michael chandler we will uh, let you hear from michael chandler here in just a second right after i remind you that the primetime show is made possible by true Mad fitness in the gulch it's the best place to go to work out there's no question their workouts are never reused or recycled. They have helped me drop 40 pounds worth, and his great tr uh, training staff crew will make sure that you are comfortable with what you're being asked to do as you work to achieve your fitness goals. We are through the first month of the year. It is not too late for you to get started. Getting started is the hardest part when it comes to getting back in to a workout routine, but you can do it so easily with your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident at TrueMavFitness.com. So, as you look at the uh, as you look at the Mike Chandler, Michael Chandler, uh, Ch uh, Conor McGregor fight that's coming up, this is obviously a huge uh, achievement for Michael Chandler to be in a fight like this. Even if Conor McGregor isn't this, you know, insane champion among champions in the sport, it's kind of like Ronda Rousey, right? They're great until they start to lose. They're very, very marketable. McGregor is a problem child. He gets arrested. It's good for the headlines. It's the fight game, so it doesn't matter if these guys are dirty. And he's clearly a problematic individual, McGregor. But he brings a tremendous amount of scrutiny and exposure for the person who is opposite him in these fights. Michael Chandler, obviously locally based um, and very, very, uh, very, very capable of dealing this loss to Conor McGregor when they ultimately square up. Uh, Alex Alejandro says, you like watching UFC? You should go to the fight. I honestly, I'm honestly looking at it. Um, I've got a couple of trips that I want to take this year, and June is a great time for me to go because unless it's like around training camp or like, what would that be? Like mandatory minicamp and OTAs? Like, I've got a lot of time. So I'm, I'm thinking about going to Las Vegas for this fight. I think it would be an incredible opportunity. And I'm, I'm not normally a UFC guy like, you know, it's human cockfighting. It's it's kind of crazy that these are people are, you know, literally beating the holy hell out of each other for a living. But I think that the uh I think that this 
this if I'm gonna do it, this is the kind of fight that I would go to. I've never been to like a boxing match like that. I think it, I think it'd be so cool. But uh, Mike Chandler, speaking of Taylor Lewan, Michael Chandler was on Busting with the Boys with Taylor talking about this fight and talking about the opportunity that they'll have as far as the matchup goes. How does this fight go? Um, the bell rings. I am the first one to the center of the octagon. He definitely takes the first backward step, which is not necessarily outside of his game plan. He's not a he's not a constantly in your face come forward kind of guy. Um, ultimately, he's he does a very good job of getting the timing and the distance and wait. He he knows that I'm going to be more offensive than I am defensive. So he's going to wait for the shots. He's going to wait for the punches coming in. Um, he's I don't think he I don't think he's going to expect my speed or my power when they do land. Um, ultimately, I think I hit him with some really hard shots and make him second guess himself right away, take him out of his game plan and TKO him in a round and a half. Second round. That's the prediction. Write it down. So, so round and a half. Round and Second half. round TKO. Round and a half. Mystic Mike. Mystic Mike. <laughs> Mystic Mike. Okay. We love to see it. It's going to be uh it's gonna be a fascinating event. I'm looking forward to seeing I may I may watch the ultimate fighter. I need to I, I want to get into it. It's obviously a huge industry. I know a lot of people are fans of it, especially it's become more mainstream since ESPN put it on like Disney Plus and stuff like that during the pandemic. Um so I think I will have to reassess my position on on UFC. Uh and certainly for Michael Chandler, who, you know, for no other reason than local interests, I'm definitely down to watch and I hope he does well. All right, it's going to do it for us on the Primetime Show. Hope you have a great rest of your weekend, what little remains of it. I am going to do the exact same. Radio show, we are jam-packed tomorrow. Uh, I was, I'm going to completely admit this fact. I am watching right now in the office for the third time since it happened yesterday, Indiana. I DVR'd it, Indiana beating Purdue at Assembly Hall. It is literally on my television right now. I will admit to you, ladies and gentlemen, that I was heavily intoxicated when Indiana beat Number one, Purdue at Assembly Hall. And I was talking all kinds of shit to people like Dennis Kelly, the former Titans left tackle, Titans right tackle on the internet. Dennis is on the radio show tomorrow at 11.20. Mike Keith, voice of the Titans, is going to be on at 12.20. We are going to have ourselves a day from 10 to 1. I may be wearing an in, I may be wearing a banana suit and nothing else. I haven't decided yet. All I know is it's the best sports weekend of my life because my team stepped up in a big spot. I haven't felt like this since Kentucky in 2013. So I'm going to be really, really annoying tomorrow. And this is the only opportunity that I had to say anything about Indiana tonight on the show. I started drinking during the Tennessee game. I finished during the Indiana game. And it was was a wild ride. So we'll talk about that. College basketball was great this weekend. A lot of Titan stuff as well. It's Super Bowl week, baby. And you know we're going to do it big. I'll talk to you tomorrow at 10 a.m. on 104.5 The Zone. See you guys. Are you surprised to hear that? Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit. And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show.